to everybody, all of our regular, is it like 15 listeners that we have who are regular, which is pretty exciting. I think I read. Yeah. Maybe we have more now. I haven't looked in a little while because it's been no. a minute since we've recorded a, a podcast. So, yeah. Well, welcome. and there's welcome and welcome particularly to our international listeners in yeah. the US and Germany. Willkommen. Um, <laughs> it's too late. Mein Deutsch is Deutschbar. I, yes, I'm very excited by that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm Laura. Mm. And I'm Jackie. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we mm. are chatting about chickens, ducks, and gardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today is Saturday, which is the first day of a long weekend here in Australia. And it's very cold. Outside. Mm. It's not as cold as yesterday. Yesterday when I was filling up the duck pond, it was one degrees outside, which, you know, wow. I know for you, Laura, is a summer's day. <laughs> it's not a summer's day. It's, it's, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. I actually, Canberra's been cold. Like it's, it's really cold, but I think um, like a bit further north, kind of around Sydney and the south coast Ooh. and up a bit has sort of got the brunt of this um, cold snap. Mm yeah we no, had this is how cold it is here the it rained and the wheelbarrow got filled up with water and it froze and it stayed frozen all day <laughs> so i just had a wheelbarrow full of ice <laughs> yeah it was in the shade I, that was why but like yeah mm. um most important question i don't want to get off the i don't want to forget and leave it to the end how is your new flock member going oh yeah so so well. I'm not sure if we did like the full recount of um, the last episode. I think we talked about how I was thinking about going to go get this duck from the rescue mm-hmm. shelter, um, like deciding what to do because our neighbor's cat had taken a liking to our call ducks. And I was like, we need numbers, safety and numbers, and maybe like a bigger duck to butch things up a bit and have <laughs> a bit more of a beer inducing presence. So that's where we were at last episode. I think mm. the next day I went to go get this duck. <laughs> I was very impressed by you. Like, I'm thinking of this and you're like, I've got a duck. <laughs> I did it. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was the only duck at the shelter. But I was curious to know how many ducks they actually get in. And the lady that I spoke to who looks after, like, the the farm animal section said that they get ducks in pretty regularly, like, maybe every few weeks or so. Wow. Which is um, surprising. I sort of thought they'd be a bit more rare than that. So I'm keeping my eye out on the listings, but also not because I can't really afford to get any more ducks with the size of our cupboard, even though I want to. Uh, yeah. So once I'm when, sort of like watching, but also not looking too closely. Hmm. Um, just like for interest sake to see what sort of breeds of ducks and things become available um anyway yeah so we went to go get her she was the only one there in this little it was not a bad pen but had a concrete floor and like opening to fresh air at the back and a little Mm -hmm. I don't know it was a bit depressing I felt did she have a little pond she had a pond outside that she had access to like 20 minutes of of the day oh it's like jail (laughs) I felt pretty bad for her yeah um and she was heaps aggro like the the lady was like okay well, you know good luck with this one she's a bit feisty we'll see how we go putting her in the cage I'm not sure how this is gonna go 
but she was all right. We rounded her up into my little, what do you call it? Carrier, duck carrier, animal and transport <laughs> device. <laughs> Great. Sorry, everyone. My brain is. <laughs> I, no, no. I mean, I, I think it's called an animal transport device. That's the animal transport device. We got her into that. And, you know, I was surprised like how cheap she was because ducks, the duck that I've been looking at, at like online auctions and stuff, there's really nice ones. You can buy a pair for like 200 bucks or something. And I was like, mm. you know, expecting maybe a bit more than that for this little creature. Well, you know, a bit more than what I paid for. I should $10. Wow. That is a bargain duck. That's the best things are free. I mean, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you don't have a choice and a free. I think the thing is when you're in a rush or you have like a time that you need something by, mm-hmm. so you often have to pay big dollars. Mm. But if you can wait, yeah. often you end up with a fantastic thing for free because yeah. someone's mm. rehoming or like Pony was free and he's just yeah. like a perfect dog. I know people pay crazy. thousands and thousands for dogs these days. So yeah. Yeah. We've both done well. Ten bucks for a duck and a free dog. Yeah, my chickens were all free too because they were from my dad. My so. first pair of ducks, my you know, the originals were free as well. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and it's we funny because a podcast I... on budget, um, <laughs> budget conscious small farming. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind stuff. of, <laughs> I kind of live my life and run my backyard um, with the same mentality, which is it's sort of like a mix of free and very expensive, mm. but and so it averages yeah. out mm-hmm. where like where I can get free things yeah. or really cheap things I always do but then every now and then you're like ah oh, this one item will tie it all together damn it yeah. this one item is really expensive yeah 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 but like totally. the chicken coop is a great example of that that um lots of the materials were free and salvaged and recycled but then the structure of it is made with like structural treated pine, which yeah. is actually quite expensive. Yeah. But it won't rot. It's straight. It's like, yes. so it, it held all the other materials together. Mm. That's so true. I think like, very similar. Like, we've managed to harvest all of our own soil from the compost and just from trees that we've had mulched and things in our yard. So that's all been free for our veggie beds. The ducks were free. I think I paid like, $20 for their ponds from Bunnings it's pretty cheap but mm. whenever I'm buying vegetable seeds I always end up paying like triple the the price that I would if I went into the the local like gardening center or whatever because I buy the online Australian like organic mm. heirloom variety or whatever I'm such a yeah for those sorts of things so, yeah no it balances out in the end though you're right mm. I think so, mostly. Okay, so, but oh, yeah. the duck, you got her Ooh. in the carrier. The oh, yeah, got her in the carrier. And she was pretty feisty. She was $10. Got her home. Well, actually, you know, we bought her home. And then um, she, I was a little bit worried about whether she was a boy duck or a girl duck, whether she was a drake or a, a duck, because mm. she's massive. Like, she's so much bigger than the cool ducks. And I was really shocked by just how much bigger she actually was when I went to go get her I almost hesitated and was like oh no she's much too big she's just gonna sit on them and then they'll be crushed oh, 
And is it, it's not just that she's tall, like is her body actually her body is really bigger big as, as well. well. Yeah, mm. she's really tall and like body itself is longer um, and a little bit wider. She just takes up so much more space. So mm-hmm. in the cupboard. Another, maybe, like, maybe this duck is a boy duck and I don't really want two boy ducks and like poor Laurie being ganged up on by these, you mm. know, frisky males in mating season. Mm. It's not going to be good. And, you know, the males will probably fight with each other. And I was really nervous and I was like frantically Googling, just double, like, trying to double check how to sex uh, um, run a duck, like what mm. things to look for to know. Anyway, she's brown all over. So it was kind of hard to know. Like sometimes you can go off the colors of markings mm. and things on them. and She's not the color that that would have really worked for. So the only way you can really tell is when they quack because only girl ducks quack. Boy ducks don't quack. What so, do, they, do they make any noise? They sort of make a hissing noise, like a <laughs> very gentle hissing noise. And she, she was doing that. Like she was doing lots and lots of hissing, but I think that's because she was a bit stressed out. Um, and then I let her out of the cage at home. I still hadn't heard her quack and was like, oh, maybe this is just going to be like a short visit, mate. If you're if you're a boy duck, we're going to have to rehome you, but we'll see how you mm. go. And she stepped out of the animal transportation device and um just let out like five quacks all in a row and I was like oh thank Christ oh so good yeah and I was I was a little worried about how she was going to settle in but it took probably about five days of her um and the other ducks sort of beaking each other not exactly biting but just sort of like pushing their beaks into each other and chasing each other around the pond a little bit just sorting Mm. out their little quacking order um but it was totally fine like after that first five days they get along really well she's definitely the head of the pack though like she's dominating physically and like in terms of her personality as well she's running the show Mm. out there now so yeah and it was really funny I was like oh am I gonna have to round her up into bed at nighttime like I did the first week or so with the the call ducks you know, get the broom out again, walk up the compost heap and God knows where else out there and herd them into the garage. But she totally just followed them into bed like from the first mm. night like straight into the cupboard all on her own. And um, that was that. I was like, oh, great. You know, I've trained two ducks and that just seems to mean that any future duck I add to the flock will just follow along with Ooh. the two that I've already trained. <laughs> Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot in relation to dogs and I think it relates to any sort of social animal. If you have a a well-functioning pack or flock or whatever, mm-hmm. or I guess organisation, um, then the culture of that like dictates the behaviour. I guess that's why all those, you know, management mm-hmm. consultants are always like, get a good organisational culture. Um, mm-hmm. Works well also for flocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, yeah, if you've got a well-functioning flock, then another animal, even if it's the dominant one, that's interesting. It's like, oh, yeah. I see how things are done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just wants to fit in. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that well, was, and it's not confusing, yeah. right? Like she is, like they're actually what to do. It's probably quite clear. Mm. Yeah. You know, it was really funny to watch that, that she just immediately joined in with them and started foraging with them, jumped in the pond with them, like when followed them to the food and then yeah into bed at night with them so that was much easier than I thought it was going to be and apart from the little beaking and stuff 
I was, which was a little bit this like a little bit concerning to watch, given that I'd never really mm. seen that before with ducks. Yeah. Other than that, it was smooth as yeah, easy, smooth sailing. That's so wonderful. Mm. And what's her name? Oh yeah, so we called her Nan, um, mm-hmm. and because um, their shelter that I got her from is in a suburb called Unandera, so <laughs> and I like. I didn't like the name Unandera, so no, but Dara wasn't quite right. Um, but Nan is sort of like in the middle of you know Unandera. So let me go back <laughs> a step. Our first ducks are Phil and Laurie because our street is Philip, and the street that the ducks came from is Laurelin Avenue. So went with Phil and Laurie, so Philip and Laurelin, and like wanted to continue that sort of theme with Nan. So she's because she's from Unandera, but with Nan. And right before I picked her up, I actually went for lunch at the Nantian Temple, which is like next to the shelter, mm. and got some delicious laksa. So, um, yes, that's the relevance to her name. But that's a great name. Yeah, I like when I've driven up, um, you know, through Wollongong mm. with people who are not from there, and they see the sign. They always read it as Unandera. <laughs> <laughs> which is just great it's, mm. oh, it's and I, I know that could totally be the name but I, it's just so hilarious yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason that in like the the suburb further north bully people always say bully like yeah yeah johnny says yeah. bully and he's like it probably is bully i'm like well nobody says that it really isn't bully johnny <laughs> no. yeah and then people also say um wollongong yeah, Wollongong. <laughs> but Wollongong as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, a lot of these are probably from the Aboriginal languages. And mm. so I'm sure we've yeah. horribly anglicised yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. we've butchered it in our own way. Yeah. 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 It probably was bully, but who knows? Anyway, that's mm. so exciting. And, mm. and the most important question is she deterring the cat? You yeah, haven't seen it since. So, no. yeah. Good. Got a big boss duck. Yeah, she's massive, so you'd hope it would work. Yeah, I mean, like, you are the little ducks. Phil and Laurie look pretty delicious. Yeah, they're pretty tasty little morsels. So, mm. um, yeah, I really want to add, like, I was just saying to Travis this morning, like, my ideal setup for a house would be I've always wanted, like, a hay bale house to build, you know, mm. your own hay bale house and then um, massive veggie patch with herb garden and everything just everywhere and then too many ducks to count like 20 cool ducks and 20 runner ducks would probably be the minimum <laughs> nice and so the really house yeah the hay bale house would be for the ducks not, not for, for me they you. can they would have a miniature hay bale house but, mm. yeah. so a house made like is that like a cob house like yeah house? yeah but you don't have to mix the cob you can just sort mm. of stack the hay bale somehow. I've done a little bit of research into it, but it seems like you just sort of render or plaster some sort of material over the top of the hay bales. Mm. Um, you don't have to mix the hay in with other stuff. That makes sense. Where I cob, swear there's like, like you're mixing the hay in with other materials and then cobbing it up. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure. Is it like one of the little pigs build a house of hay or straw? You got blown and over. Wolf blew it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it- what I want. That seems problematic. It's a dream. I guess the plaster stops the blowing over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah. That's not going to happen. That'd be pretty cool. 
I'm getting a step close. I've got three ducks now, only <laughs> 37 to go. <laughs> yeah, well, you you could totally build them a little hay bale house if you can't yeah. build yourself one yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I buy, um, I buy Loki tiny little hay bales because yes. he has to eat this special Timothy hay because he's very fussy and um, he hasn't been out. Well, he wasn't out as much in the yard because um, I have Pony, Ooh. but Pony actually is now fine with Loki and mm-hmm. doesn't like is not bothered by him at all. And mm-hmm. Loki's also not bothered by Pony. So he's out again now eating grass. But I bought Loki some little hay bales and they're very cute. You could make a little a duck house out of rabbit-sized hay bales. <laughs> that perfect. Mm. They're quite that. expensive though. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like compared to regular hay. But I mean they're a similar price, but they're much smaller. Yeah. What's been um what's been going on in your yard? Well, well, as anyone who follows us on Instagram will know, cabbage moths have been my most successful crop. Um, unfortunately, the good thing is they kind of went where I wanted them to go. So I just planted the mustard seeds from the cupboard, and they've yeah. gone gangbusters. You're deep I didn't really crop. bother th- exactly, and I hadn't really thinned them or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And so usually the cabbage moths, because they don't like the frost, like they, because they're soft and squishy, they just freeze and die. Um, but because they were so dense, they could find like little pockets that wouldn't, would mm. be nice and warm for them. The baby ones still died, but if they were a bit bigger and more robust, they survived. But I thinned them, <laughs> I thinned the cabbage moths and the mustard greens significantly. And now I think, the most recent frost has got rid of the last of them, which is good. Great. Um, and the greens just keep going, which is all very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then um, other than that, the frost cloth has done a good job of keeping the pests off my main garden beds. So mm-hmm. the broccoli is coming up nicely. Garlic is looking awesome. I think last year my garlic was quite, a good crop and um I didn't grow enough of it so this year I just chucked garlic like anywhere I had space mm-hmm. and that's good I'm really worried I killed my curry plant oh um, no the frost I didn't put frost cloth on it soon enough and anyway every single leaf is dead I'm going it's not supposed to be deciduous it's currently just a stick in a pot like I think I might try to put it in the ground soon and then see what happens. Mm. Uh, I really, really hope it doesn't die. I love it. Uh, if mm. it doesn't die, it will be really acclimatized to this environment. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's a positive. Yeah. I hope that happens, but you know, yeah. that it survives and is then it's just a super to- frost tolerant curry plant. Yeah, it's like uh, maybe I could start a new business of, you know, curry plants for cold climates. Mm. Um, I probably won't. That, that seems hard. But um, the chickens are super interesting at the moment. So we, you know, anyone who's listened to the coop episode will know Johnny and I spent a lot of time and thought building this beautiful mm-hmm. um, home for them, a, a, a haven, if you will. Haven. And they never use it, right? Like if it's raining they just go underneath the coop if it's hailing they just go underneath the coop this morning I don't know what the temperature is but like it's not a lot (laughs) it would definitely be feels like in the minuses yeah um 
and they all went inside the coop like and just stayed in there nice and warm that's nice it was actually slightly terrifying because we looked out they're always out and they weren't there and it was just like oh god God. what's happened to the chickens um but yeah they they were all in there just all sort of like huddled up I don't understand why they're molting when it's so cold but I chatted to the yeah I chatted to the chicken man at the farmer's market this morning because I had to buy eggs because they only are still laying one a day mm-hmm. all, all four of them mm-hmm. um and he just I told him we had Sussexes and he's like oh yeah and they'd be molting now and I'm like yes but why um what yeah. was the so glad I, I didn't ask why he had a long line <laughs> of people buying eggs but so we're getting occasionally two eggs a day now peep is still every day but Gladys's feathers have mostly gone grown back now and she it's it's quite nice because we don't have a rooster they don't get any um action yes and the poor like I mean I go maybe they like it I'm not sure but anyway the rooster makes their backs dirty because he has like dirty feet and when he goes on top of them and has his way yeah it matters a lot because they're white um you can really notice it but because we don't have a rooster now that Gladys has lost all of her old feathers, she's just like she's so clean. It's <laughs> really nice. She's like pure white. Oh, yeah. So cool. her and Peep are just really like a little bit like your ducks. Um, but yeah, now Anna and Dan are molting, and they just they look so scraggly. Um, they must be cold. But, it doesn't make any sense. I know. I, I'm not sure. There are. I'm looking like, at them right now. I wonder if people sell or, or knit chicken cozies, like a tea cozy, but like <laughs> a chicken. Well, I don't know. I know it's sheep. Like they shave them in winter yeah. and then or shear them. Sorry. Not shear. Um, yeah. And because it, it, the, the hair, the fur, the fur, what are they called? Wool. Fleece. Wool. Yeah. Fleece, all that grows back more quickly because they are cold and so it grows quicker in the winter. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's some logic with that with chickens, that their feathers mm. grow more quickly when it's cold. Potentially. But yeah. Mm. They're fine. Like they can get into the nice warm. Yeah. Thing. It's interesting because they're not laying, I think they're not um, They're not as focused on protein. Yeah. So, I wonder if they're like just conserving energy, like not keeping their feathers alive, not making eggs. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's it's very normal for them to not lay when they're molting mm-hmm. because um like the they're conserving energy. Mm-hmm. And then in winter it's really normal for them not to lay mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um I guess it's because the breed we have they're a mix of a laying and a meat bird, so they haven't been bred to mm-hmm. so just Pump lay all out. the time like machines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um yeah, but yeah, it's funny because there's so many worms because it's been raining a lot. And oh, they'd be up. loving that. Yeah, no, they're not no. eating the worms. What is wrong with your chicken? They're just I, yeah, they just want like carbs and vegetables. Mm. And um, yeah, I see we that. We put the yeah, totally. I because there's 
with all the rain and I've been putting all the leaves in the coop, it's just yeah. full of worms, like everywhere. Yeah. I guess they might have just had enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, okay. I can't turn over a stone without finding 30 worms at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of eggs, I'm wondering when Nan's going to start laying eggs because before I got here, I was doing a bit of reading about runner ducks and apparently they're like prolific layers. Like there's stories about where they're originally from, which is around Indonesia and that sort of Southeast Asian area. And these people would have like a flock of a hundred Indian runner ducks and walk them to market. And they'd have to just collect all these eggs along the way because they'd just pop them out and keep walking. <laughs> wow. So it doesn't even need like a safe spot to lay no. like a nesting box. They're, they're wow. notoriously like bad at um, hatching out eggs. They would literally just pop them out and then run away, you know. Like yeah, a yeah. Duck. Um, <laughs> so I'm a bit like, I was just so excited. I was like, it's great. Okay, got to run a duck now. We're definitely going to get eggs. Nothing yet. I'm wondering if it's just like the stress of coming from the shelter mm. um, and then adapting to life here. But I've noticed her her feathers have actually changed since coming here, like the colour of them. When she first arrived, she was really dark brown. And mm. I was trying to figure out what colour she actually was because there's like standards of different colours that run and duck come in. And I was like, I don't know if she's chocolate or what's the other, like I think it's buff maybe mm-hmm. is there the other like variant of brown I couldn't work out she was like halfway in between and her feathers are so much lighter now it's like so they've got white flecks in them they've got these little dark beautiful patterns in the center of them she's really really pretty um definitely like a buff bird now so I'm wondering like the stress made her feathers that dark and now that she's sort of relaxing she's coming more into like a less camouflage version of herself mm. and whether that means that she'll start laying eggs soon. But then the other thing is we don't know how old she is. Maybe she's too old for mm. eggs. So stay tuned. We'll give an egg update as soon as anything. Yeah. Happens. That's so that's so lovely that like she's physically transforming. Yeah. When she's you can, you know, tell she's happy. Yeah, even her like her little feet and her beak have changed colour as well. She was like a really like um yeah like brown sort of orange and now it's like this really vibrant orange color like a mandarin sort of on her legs wow. and her beak. so that's been really encouraging but I'm sort of like come on then give us the eggs yeah I, w- I mean you're lovely but <laughs> <laughs> do you know how long runner ducks generally live no I have not looked that mm. up actually that sounds a bit depressing to know <laughs> I, should, well, I should find out I think they might be a fairly long-lived bird I'm not mm. sure but um, with me. I'm going to look this up as we speak because I am sitting in front of my computer so. yeah yeah That's it's funny as the we clicking, talking. everybody <laughs> run a duck life I feel like I'm um Jamie on Joe Rogan <laughs> his little <laughs> oh, yeah um yeah as we were talking about before we started recording how like stress physically affects your body and you know from a human perspective that Mm. sucks um but it's yeah it's obviously it's just interesting how that physical transformation happens I know when I'm not stressed I look better (laughs) me too mate (laughs) 
All right. So it says they live um, eight to 10 years. Um, nice. And generally hens of this breed typically lay between 300 to 350 eggs a year. So, Oh, my goodness. That's what I mean. I'm like, where's the eggs, Nen? Where are you hiding them? <laughs> well, do you watch her all day? Is she laying I mean, somewhere? I mean, I watch her all day. She could be just burying them in the garden somewhere. It just seems unlikely. It's, I mean, it's like a big yard. It's not that big. Because yeah. hmm. last time we had chickens um, and they just roamed around the backyard, we thought they weren't laying eggs. And then we found they'd made this massive nest of eggs in the bamboo and there were like, I don't know how many eggs, like 30 or something, all there. Like, ah, here's the eggs. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she, I should go for a proper explore when it's not so windy outside and see, but I haven't noticed any eggs out there. Did you say snipped out there yesterday too. I feel like he would have come across them. It would have been a a giant scrambling if he'd encountered them. yeah yeah oh that's really cool I'm very excited that you have Mm. a growing flock yeah yeah me too I think uh when it warms up we'll get to work on building a coop for them like a proper outdoor one with an enclosed run and Mm -hmm. um expand the flock even further um if we don't do that then we'll probably just extend the cupboard in the garage because it is really secure in there like I was talking about that with a friend last night. It's probably the best spot in terms of predator proofing to have them sleep in there. We've noticed a small, well, a significant decline in the mice, which is good since it's been so cold. I found a Um, mouse in my garage the other day and I was like, oh no, the mouse plague is here. It had built a little nest underneath where our ducks sleep. And um, get rid of it. It was pretty cute. I was like, no, this is not the place for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, that mouse play, we, t- we talked about it, but definitely making its way around. I feel like it's so cold now that they just shouldn't be able to survive. Is that generally what's going to happen, do you reckon? Well, I don't know. And, like, in certain areas, I guess, but obviously mice do survive mm-hmm. through cold. I guess they just bunker down a bit more. But mm-hmm. we were seeing them everywhere. <laughs> um, and they were all over the coop and stuff, and now they're gone. Mm-hmm. It might be because we don't have any vegetables <laughs> at the moment, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed with um, some vegetables. Like, some are going well, but I planted a bunch of snow peas and broad beans. I thought it was early enough, well, particularly the snow peas, I thought it would be early enough for them to establish before mm-hmm. it got too cold. And they just didn't sprout. Oh. And I unfortunately think it might be that um, maybe the seeds got a little bit wet or something. Mm. They were from last year. And it's so disappointing because I really, really You're looking forward to love it. snow peas. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. I, um, and was, how are your seeds? They're going all right. I haven't really done very much in the garden, honestly. Um, but I've got this tomato plant popped up. It's really weird. It's got covered in fruit. I was like, what are you doing? This is not the time for you to exist. It's June. <laughs> You're very early or very, very late. Um, yeah. So, But it's growing up against a brick wall. So I think the heat sort of is trapped in that brick wall because the sun hits it quite early in the morning and then just probably charges the plant up for overnight. 
yeah, the, the stuff that's going really well in my garden is stuff that I did not plant. So I have a tomato plant. I have some silver beet that's just, I don't know where that's come from. I don't think I've ever even planted silver beet before, but I've got this delicious batch out there ready to harvest. Um, and then some lettuce has sort of popped up in the cracks between the pavers out there. So that's doing really well. <laughs> but my eggplants, <laughs> massive leaves, some flowers, but no fruit now for like months. They're, they're like very healthy plants. Aren't eggplants plants. a summer? Aren't eggplants a summer? That's what I thought. But they get the little flowers on them and then they get the little buds and like you can see the little fruit forming and then nothing. So I don't know. Mine, mine was over summer. My, I, my plant did really well, but it yeah. was um, summer. So it's, you know, still doing its thing out there. I moved the ponds around yesterday or day before yesterday. Um, so their soil now is like infused with duck poo. Goodness, I've got to go mm. out there and turn it over. And then I've got a bunch of seeds to put in um, from last year's little stash. So hopefully they didn't get wet and they work. Um, I keep them in the fridge, so it should be, should be okay. Mm, bunch of leek yeah, and cool. those sorts of things. So we'll um, give that a crack. See how it goes. My potatoes are doing really well as well. I don't know if it now is. They're also a summer thing. I know. I know. I don't know what's going on out there. I was thinking about it because I've been watching this TV show called Escape to the Chateau um, with mm. my son because he's been really sick this week. So all he wants to do is just cuddle mum, which is nice of you know, if we just sit on the lounge and put something on TV together. Um, so, yeah, we've been watching Escape to the Chateau together and they have a walled garden. It's like an old French building and they're sort of revamping it, fixing it all up, renovating it and reestablishing this old walled garden. And I was like, maybe because our garden is kind of a walled garden now that I think about it, like it's surrounded by brick walls. Maybe it mm. like stays warmer in there for longer and extends the season or longer than other places yeah know. you've got a little microclimate yeah maybe maybe i don't know but potatoes tomatoes eggplants still happening that's unreal that's like and june is the coldest month that's yeah. um yeah that's crazy i yeah i definitely don't have that at all everything mm. is like even stuff that's supposed to be frost hardy is like it's a bit too cold actually <laughs> and the things that they they like start to grow and this is exactly what happened last year that I got things in a little bit too late because I didn't want to pull out my summer garden because it was really nice yeah and it doesn't have quite enough time to establish before right. it gets really cold well I'll remind you but, next year pull out the summer garden well, Laura pull it out <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have the same problem. <laughs> I'll just get I you just, to do it earlier. Because, yeah. yeah. The problem, I'll have the same problem because my winter garden will finally start taking off yeah. in sort of September, October, and then yeah. I won't end up planting till November again. And then my garden won't be producing until March again. So mm. I won't want to put anything in. But yeah, mm. I think it's all right. I'll, um, I will just make more beds basically <laughs> yeah yeah I was gonna say you just need more beds more yeah. more growing space so yeah I don't know what's I'll see actually how many potatoes I actually managed to harvest out of the crop that has I didn't plant them they're just there but they're very healthy looking plants so I'm gonna um all right yeah wrap this up because he's napping and he'll wake up soon and then it's all on 
pimping out yeah. back in front of the TV again. <laughs> Poor little guy. Enjoy Escape to the Chateau Revealing. Oh, yeah. We, we actually finished the series in like a week, so we're going to find something else to watch too. <laughs> yeah. Grand design. Yeah, maybe. He loves all that sort of stuff, so we'll find something. Anyway, That's what are you good. up to today? Um... Well, I've been to the farmer's market with Pony and it was great. It was bitterly cold, mm. so that was interesting. And then I actually um, need to go to the mall, which is, I haven't been to the mall in quite some time, but I need to get some pants. And then tomorrow I'm going in the snow. Great. I'm hoping you'd make a trip down to the snow this weekend. That's good. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm excited. So it's the opening weekend. Mm. Um, so not much will be open, but. I'm just, yeah, I'm dying to get into the snow. Just have the mountain air and go fast. Yes, yep, yep. Sounds beautiful. Enjoy. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. I will. (laughs) We will. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.